Hey sis, if we could just live life intentionally with Holy Spirit leading us and take a deeper look at the pain from our past, being more self-aware and transparent, we could find our glow and use it as ammunition to empower our future from a place of bondage to a place of freedom in Christ. Let's activate that inner warrior and take back what the enemy has stole by shedding light on those strongholds and tear them down. The goal is to build intimacy with the Father through one small act of faith and obedience at a time to walk in total victory. We will share some hard truths and learn to apply the word of God to our lives as it pertains to walking in faith, trust, boldness, clarity, and all the fruits of the spirit. In return, you will notice you are now walking away from a place of insecurity to security, from impurity to purity, and are now living your God-ordained purpose. Now let's glow through it. Hey sis, good morning, good morning, good morning. I am in Orlando, Florida, this beautiful, sunny morning i'm out on my balcony looking at this amazing view and i wanted to just share the word of the lord this morning but before i do that let me just tell you thank you thank you thank you so much for coming back and visiting me time and time again just to listen to me i'm so grateful that you find virtue on this podcast And there's something that you could take away and glean from. My whole objective is to make sure you can see that there is hope. That you should be encouraged. Because God is in everything that you do. If you just open up your eyes and look around. And it is possible in the midst of your struggles, in the midst of adversity, in the midst of doubt, worry, confusion, in the midst of trauma, there is still beauty in your pain. God will give you beauty for all the ashes that's been spilled. It's never too late for healing. It's never too late for deliverance. It's never too late to be made whole. And I just want to be transparent enough so you could see that God is in the midst and he does not want to leave you the way he found you. When he finds you, he wants to clean you up and to use you for his glory. And so his glory can be revealed through your life where others will see that God must have did a mighty work on her because she's different she's changed she's transformed she's renewed she's revived she's peaceful man she's glowing must be the glory of god well anyway (laughs) i am just over here floating in the glory of god i feel so peaceful um this trip has already blessed me today is day one and uh soon as i got here i mean wow but before i go there let me just back it up a bit so i realized that when i was leaving my home in uh 
Covington, Washington, headed to SeaTac Airport. I realized that it was Tuesday the 11th, and I needed to get to the airport by 11 p.m. because that's when my plane was boarding. Then, on my way to the SeaTac Airport, my husband points out to me the GPS t said that we had 11 miles left and 11 minutes to go. Now I said, okay, Lord, what is really going on? Because I have never um, noticed numbers like that on a reoccurrence like pattern of the same number. So it kind of spooked me a bit because I was like, okay, God's trying to say something. He's trying to get my attention. And the only reason why I know this is because I was reading this book called um, the, Knowing the Voice of God. And she talked about how God started to speak to her through numbers. And so, of course, my husband's like, look up some scriptures. What does Psalms 11 and 1 say? But Psalms 11 and 1, or Psalms, Psalms didn't have 11, 11, if that makes sense. So I went to, what was it? Proverbs 11, 111 and 1. It reads, I'm trying to pull it up, bear with me. Praise the Lord. I will thank the Lord with all my heart as I meet with his godly people. How amazing are the deeds of the Lord. All who delight in him should pound them, should ponder them. Excuse me. Everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. His righteousness never fails. He causes us to remember his wonderful works. How gracious and how merciful is our Lord. He gives food to those who fear him. He always remembers his covenants. He has shown his great power to his people by giving them the lands of other nations. All he does is just and good. And all his commandments are trustworthy. They are forever true to be obeyed faithfully and with integrity. He has paid a full ransom for his people. He has guaranteed his covenant with them forever. What a holy, ah, inspiring name he has. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true wisdom. All who obey who obeys his commandments will grow in wisdom. Praise him forever. And I said, Lord, that's it. By the way, that was in the New Living's Translation, Psalms 111, chapter 1. That makes it 1111. And I read it all the way down. I believe that the Lord was just preparing me for this glory encounter. By the way, I'm at the woman's retreat with my mentor, Jenny Weaver, and a whole bunch of amazing core group sisters. This whole retreat, retreat has been nothing but glory. Glory at the airport, glory walking down the hallways, glory hitting the room, glory in the lobby of the hotel, glory, 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 glory in my private time, glory while I'm driving. It's just been nothing but God revealing his glory and his intimacy with me like I've been crying out and praying and asking the Lord draw me near 
I want an intimacy with you that has never been in my life. I thought I was walking closely with the Lord, but I realized through creating this podcast and working on my blog that I wasn't as close as I thought. I had a form of godliness and denying the power. That means there's part of my life that had not been changed and transformed by the glory of God. I've realized that even though God wants to use me to lead other women into uh, purity from impurity, from insecurities to securities, because I deal with those things. And as he's walking me through it, he wants me to share transparently my stories in hopes that it will help you through it. As I'm going, glowing through my life with beauty, with ease, because the glory of God is with me, that's going to provide that inner healing that I need, that I'm looking for. And so it just slapped me in the face one day as I was trying to create. And I just started to cry because I felt hypocritical, honestly, if I, if I may be honest, because I'm like, Lord, I have not mastered the stillness. I have not mastered how to rest. Probably none of us has mastered it, but I feel like I hadn't even tapped into it yet. And here I am trying to teach. Woe unto you that teach the gospel and don't live it yourself. And it wasn't that I was uh, purposely not. Like, I just didn't have understanding. And I don't want to cause anyone to fall or to stumble because of my uh, ignorance in the things of God. But a testimony is a testimony. I'm going through life. I mean, I'm not promising that I'm purpose and I'm a Bible scholar. I'm just sharing simple testimonies, my stories on how God is using me, you know, and how God is working within me and how his glory is shining through me um and the enemy battled me a lot with this like you don't have anything to say that will benefit anybody you don't got it together and the perfect thing about it is god told me that i didn't have to be perfect i just have to walk by faith and be obedient and he will perfect himself through me my god and I just need to trust him through this process because if this podcast doesn't help anybody but one person and help me be able to track my own growth glory be to God so as I sit and just meditate on this scripture it just really blesses me it's a reminder To always praise the Lord. To thank him with all your heart for everything that he has done for you. Never forsake to meet in the presence of his godly people. I'm getting ready to have a time of my life at a woman's retreat in the midst of godly people. Other women that has gone through their life beautifully that is developing, that has received inner healing, where their outer beauty, their joy, the glow is shining through them. And I so desperately want that joy, that joy that gives you strength, that joy that just radiates from within. You ever saw a person that 
just seems to be happy and no matter what but not happy like it seems this eternal this internal like just joy that gleams and they always have a smile and even if it's hard and you know they're going through they just look like whoo this is a breeze girl i want that to be me sis listen it's a journey how amazing are the deeds of the lord when i look back at just the way he provided for me with this trip was so it was so much favor and grace on it every time i turn around he was showing me three i'm in it father son holy spirit five my grace is sufficient for you every time i turned around all the way from the ticket just my flight and i probably said this before but it just blows my mind because no one's ever done anything like this for me before no one's ever given me anything like i've always had to work and strive for everything all my life i had to fight you know like i've i've always had to struggle to get somewhere but this season god is like if you trust me and obey and allow me to lead you i got you so man the first time I saw the retreat online and how people were blessed months and months down the line, how I felt the presence of the Lord and it floored me in my house from watching it through the screen. I could imagine how all those women were out on the floor that day at the first women's retreat from the core group. I said, Lord, I need that. I've been looking for a ministry that exhibits not just authority, but the power of God to heal, to deliver, to set free, to disciple, to train, to equip, to teach. I found all this on an online ministry. Jenny Weaver is such a blessing to so many women. God is so pleased. Oh my God, he is so pleased with her heart because she took the call. She obeyed the word and it's prospering her and her family, not even just material, but she's going from glory to glory. And as I've been watching her from singing the scriptures from all these years, I can literally see how God's been elevating her. And I'm just like, God, what is it? It's a surrendered life. It's a sacrificial life that she puts nothing and no one before God. Even in before we got to this trip, she was showing us how the Lord called her away from her bed with her husband and told her to spend a night in her prayer room. Obedience. She was in there for, I believe, a, a good four days praying and interceding on the behalf of the women that she's going to impact. And then prophetic words just begin to come about. Of she's not even going to have to do a thing. She just had to provide the space for God to move because of her obedience, because of her sacrifice, because her submissiveness, because of her loyalty to God. We get to gleam and oh, my God, we get the overflow from what she's doing. I said, God, I want that. I want to be able to help like that. I want to be able to have a surrender that people can see like, 
oh my God, I want that God. There's so much wickedness. There's so much hurt. There's so much pain. My heart goes out to women that's been a victim to domestic violence. That is one of the craziest things to go to, narcissistic abuse, to where your mind gets so confused and you lose your identity because of the manipulation and the fear and the cycle of the control. I just want to bring healing to their minds, to their souls, because I've been there. I believe I still have a lingering effect because of my life story that I haven't been able to even get to because God is just doing so much and I'm just going to let him lead me however this podcast go. I tried to get a structured plan and he's just like, I want you to say what I want you to say and whoever this reaches, that's who this is for. Yes, I know podcasters have structure and they have it written down by weekly and he said, no, that's this is not that. This is Holy Spirit led. You're going to speak what I want you to speak. So here I am. But as I just continue to meditate on this scripture, I'm like, Lord, how mercy. Oh, how you love us. Everything he does reveals his glory and majesty. Like everything that God does reveals himself. He reveals how much of a king of king he is. How much of the Lord of lords he is. God always deals with me with three. It's like his stamp of approval. Like, yeah, that's me. Because I know. It's the three person Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's all one. But when I see three, I know for me, he just, that's for me. I know that it's God when I see three. It's been that way for I don't know how long before I even knew there was like a numberology in the Bible. It's always been three and then his presence follows it. I feel it. So this amazing course sister, shout out to Parisi. She also like nudged me and pushed me like, girl, start the podcast. If I got to come to your house or have a coffee meeting, you better get on there because you have a word. And so I'm grateful for course sisters, for my cousin Anita from Ready Raps, for my husband, first and foremost, for everybody that's spoken to me to get this done and out and going just to use my gift I naturally speak I'm naturally an encourager every time you see me I'm encouraging and talking and talking but for a purpose though you know if it's not about God you'll catch me somewhere quiet observing so if you see me running my mouth I'm probably testifying I'm probably sharing what God is doing I'm probably sharing what God has shown me but I have been looking for my ticket to get to this core group retreat for a good two weeks. The tickets was $600 and up, up to $1,500, $1,600, just to leave the day before the retreat. And I asked God, you know, will you give me grace and, and, you know, have mercy on me if I get a job to provide my way to the retreat? I didn't wait on the answer. I actually got a phone call that after that prayer, somebody said their boss was looking for cleaners. I just jumped and took the job. Now, I believe it was out of disobedience and I wasn't walking by faith. I was walking by sight. I didn't have no money and God had just called me off another job three months prior. There's the three. I was working at Sephora. The atmosphere was very demonic. 
and he just didn't want me there because he wanted me to be a stay-at-home mom and to be able to pour into my children and to sit at his feet to dwell in the secret place so that way I can build intimacy with him because we live in the last days and I have been feeling like I was struggling to hear God I was struggling to reside in the presence I was very compulsive and all over the place and very emotional moody and just tossed to and fro with emotions and very irritated and just really feeling demonically oppressed and he's like I got an answer for you you got to rest in my presence you got to get to my glory and so with that being said he called me off my job and when I found out about the retreat I knew that me living off one income from my husband's income it was out of the question for me to fly to Orlando and to be at a retreat for a weekend and then have funds for it oh but my god see everything he does he reveals his glory and majesty in it I worked I got a job my two weeks of working my first two weeks paycheck was five hundred dollars <laughs> literally actually it was 503 to be exact I promise you if this was a video, I probably could insert a clip of my check stuff. And um, I went to the second core group meetup that we have um, once a month in the core group. And one of my core sisters just randomly said, hey, give me your phone. After worshiping and deliverance, you know, I'm like, maybe she high on the spirit. Because what does she mean? She's going to pay for my ticket. She said, yeah, Holy Spirit's telling me to put it on my credit card and to just pay for it and I'm like girl them tickets is from 600 to 1500 dollars I don't have that kind of money I don't want to be paying you trying to pay you back I'll just work for it and I'll do little by little she's like girl don't try to block my blessing give me your phone and I'm like well okay God but I started to feel we're both shaking and crying at this moment and we have a witness she was right Jesslyn was right there I mean she just was looking like Mm, that's how God do like I already know so I'm just like crying because no one has ever done anything like this for me before and I know that I was scrubbing toilets I was scrubbing shower beds and other people's bathtubs and I mean I ran into some stuff y'all and I'm like I have a huge house myself and four kids that I want to clean up after oh my god but I was willing to humble myself and just worship the Lord and pray my way through. And I was willing to work for it. But that's not what God wanted me to do. And the crazy thing is about it is as soon as I started working, y'all, I started to develop symptoms of carpal tunnel syndrome in both of my hands. Now, if anybody know me, my hands are used to do makeup. My hands are um, a self-taught makeup artist. My hands are used to do hair. I create wigs. I do hair. All my children's hair. I box braid I do locks like and then I'm also I'm a writer so I use my hands to write and to type but I hadn't been writing and God has been calling me to write I feel like the Lord was literally like so you're gonna use your hands to be disobedient I'm locking them up literally I feel like I was in total complete like getting chastised and I continue to work, I think for about a month because I was just trying to make the money. But on that first core group retreat, she bought the ticket. She found a ticket from the 11th to the 28th. The retreat is on the 14th and the 15th. I said, Lord, that's right after my birthday. And I've been crying out for a break. I needed a break from my husband, from my children, from the church, from my home life. 
I felt like I was losing it. I was at my wit's end. I couldn't take it anymore. I felt alone. I felt overburdened. I felt unhealed. I didn't feel righteous anymore. I didn't feel holy anymore. I didn't feel like I was even saved. I didn't know what I was going to do. I needed a recharge or something. And I was like, God, I just need to get away. And then she blessed me with this length of a trip. Well, the Lord did. I said, okay, I'm going to do that for you because I know you need it. But I'm calling you away. I need intimacy with you. I need to talk to you. I need to pull you away. So, boom. After that, I found a rental car for $300. My room was $600, but I was able to uh, pay in two increments, $300 at one time, $300 at another time. Boom, stamp, stamp, stamp. God's all over it. My husband chipped in and paid a thousand dollars, so my whole trip was pretty much paid for. So, all the money that I worked for, I pretty much just put it back into my home. And then God had me quit when I didn't have any savings. <laughs> He's funny. So, I started off the way I, I ended the way I started off <laughs> with no savings because He wanted His glory and majesty to be revealed in everything that he does to prove to me you didn't do nothing you just worked yourself like a slave for nothing but if you would have had faith and just followed me if you would have just rested in me and let me lead you you wouldn't have had to do this all he was asking me to do y'all is spend time in prayer spend time in my word and I couldn't do that because I was getting up early in the morning getting my kids ready for school and rushing off to work and then I was working all the way till five o'clock and then when I get home from five o'clock I had to pick up all the kids from sports and everything I wasn't getting home till about eight and then cooking dinner and then getting kids ready for bed and school and doing it all over again I was running myself ragged shout out to all my stay-at-home moms we don't get enough credit oh my god we should get three checks okay a month three checks for every two week payday or something because it's it's underestimated stay-at-home moms okay you working moms be doing the most too but stay-at-home moms ain't nothing like y'all i love y'all i feel it i'm here for it okay but you definitely need the lord to get to it because there's times you literally break down like i don't know what i'm doing with these kids or none of that so i'm just on here today just talking but i'm just resting <laughs> i'm just in the peace i'm just in the glory but i'm meditating on this scripture and i just wanted to share that with you it says his righteousness never fails god always shows us that he's righteous in all that he does so when i got here to my airbnb and i got my um my key card I realized my room was on the fifth floor. There's that grace again. My grace is sufficient for you. I'm walking down this long hallway to get to my room. And then I realized that it's secluded way in the back, overlooking the water. Like I have no room next to me. So if I'm up in here screaming praises and praying, nobody gonna hear me. I won't get no complaints because I'm off to myself. Oh my God, God is so good. The room is so glamorously put together. He knows what I like. It's clean, it's secluded, it's very intimate. And I was trying to get core sisters to um, roommate with me because everybody's in the same hotel, they're all together. And I feel like I was gonna be missing out. 
but I had to keep reminding myself the whole time, even though this is day one, I had to keep reminding myself I came for intimacy with the Lord. The Lord wanted to call me away to himself. This is not about a social gathering. This is about coming to see the king. This is about coming to sit with the Lord. And if you're in a busy life and you're trying to get direction from the Lord and you're trying to hear clearly from the Lord, it's in the stillness. It's in the peace. It's in the rest. Take time out your day to get quiet. Sit outside. Go to the beach. Go sit at the water. It's in the silence. It's in the stillness. And I had that revelation for a while and had never applied it because I was so used to being a doer. And in this season, like you heard in the other episodes, God has just been gathering me and saying, sit still. You trying to do too much. I want to know what we doing all the time. And God's like, we ain't doing nothing because I'm trying to do it. And you're in my way. You don't got patience. It's not in the swiftness. It's in the flow. Let me flow. And you just go ahead and float with me in the river of living water. Let my glory overtake you. Where you don't have to worry. You don't have to fret. You just have faith. Oh, ye with little faith. Why won't you believe? (laughs) That I will supply all your needs according to my riches and glory. And this is just not financial blessings. This is my needs of peace. My needs of actual physical rest. Like, I've never been alone. I'm the oldest of six kids, straight out of my mom's house. I got into prostitution, I was sex trafficked by a thought was a boyfriend, but he was a pimp in disguise, a wolf in chief clothing, a snake. (laughs) I was manipulated because I was naive. Actually, my mom's told me before that she cloned me in manipulation. She said she used to do it all the time. So I didn't even realize that I was being manipulated. I thought I was building a relationship with the man and we just had to make money to survive. He ended up buying a car. My first car I bought was confiscated by a man. I made thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars by brutally misusing my own body by allowing this to happen. Y'all, manipulation is real. It has a whole film of fog that goes over you that you don't even realize. Walking with a price tag on the side of me, literally seducing men for the sake of building another man's wealth you got to be under some kind of demonic trance, which I was. I was depressed. I was confused. I was in the midst of identity crisis. I felt unloved. I was trying to find a way 
to be appreciated. Oh, God knows that wasn't it. But the mindset I had was just trash. And snakes pick up on that. They smell dead meat. My God. When you out there in the streets eating trash, just like a rat, snakes coming to get you. If you don't know who you are, if you don't know your identity in Christ, the devil will give you one. So I was walking in shoes that weren't even mine. My God. But the crazy thing about it is while I was out there in the streets, I'd always be encouraging other women, pulling them away. But I didn't see hope for myself. I'd get punished at times. I was locked in a trunk before because we went to a one of his pimp friend's house and I was in there telling the girl that she doesn't need this life and there's so much more in store for her. I think I was probably prophesying. I was speaking life into her. I was telling her there was so much better. She was so beautiful and so broken. I had just watched this girl get beat and drowned in a bathtub and a wet towel ringed around her face as discipline. Because see, pimps, they want to provoke fear so they can control you because you're afraid. They want to intimidate you and then break you and then they build you back up. They go buy you nice things. They tell you how much they love you. And if you don't know your identity, if you don't have self-worth, if you don't know who you are and you don't know how you should be treated, if you come from dysfunction, if you come from abuse, which I did, you think it's okay. You think that the person that loves you is supposed to hit you and then tell you that they love you. You think that the person that screams at you and then hugs you and kiss you later that's how it's supposed to be because that's how you're conditioned if you think that somebody is supposed to tell you one thing and then tell you that's not what they meant when you know you clearly heard it that way gaslighting and twisting things around you think that that is normal behavior for someone that loves you came from a household that did that And so, I mean, by oxymoron, I ran into the arms of the same thing I was getting. If you're used to, you know, your father telling you, making you promises of beautiful things and promises of trips and promises that he's going to be there and then he never does it, but you believe it because it's your daddy and you love him and you expect that they're going to be there. I mean... It's easy to fall into the arms of a manipulator, a narcissist, a pimp, and believe the lies that they paint, the picture they paint of a happy life if we just get a little bit more money. Oh, I love you, but we just got to get this money. They use you. They play with your emotions. If you come from dysfunction, it's easy to fall into those traps. But see, God will never mislead you. He will never guide you into a trap he's righteous and it never he never fails he causes us to remember his wonderful works i'm gonna have to do a part two because i wanted to talk about the 11th hour because that's what i kept seeing which was a clarion call but this scripture if you just really ponder on it he's a good god 
He causes you to remember all the goodness that he has done to get you where you are today. When I look back over my life, you guys, all the hell that the enemy put me through, I am out here in Florida by myself chasing the glory of God. Not a man. I'm here for the presence of God with all of us gathered together on one accord, worshiping the Lord. Miracles can happen if I only believe. And I believe I've seen God do miracles. I was hit by a car going 50 miles per hour. I was walking in the crosswalk, hit me, knocked me 60 feet down the road. You can't tell me that God is not good. You cannot tell me that God is not holy. He is not righteous. You cannot tell me that he is not a deliverer, that he's not a healer. You cannot tell me what my God cannot do. So when I tell you, yes, I had to fly all the way down here and to get where people are carrying the glory. I don't care what you say. Yes, I'm chasing after you. No matter what I have to do, cause I need you more and more. I'm chasing after you, no matter what I have to do, cause I need you more and more, more and more. Yes, I have to do it. I am nothing without the Lord. All of my goodness is filthy rags. What would I do? I'm always like, Lord, whatever you do, please just don't take your Holy Spirit away from me. I know what it's like to walk around feeling empty inside. I know what it's like to just be dry bones with no life in it I know what it's like to be in a cloud in a fog in a in a haze in a funk just weighed down with depression and suicidal thoughts every time that I thought I was going to be abandoned or somebody hurt me or left me I punished myself and I cut my own flesh I know what it's like to be demonically oppressed I know what it's like for another deity to be guiding your life. I know what it's like to not know where you're going to lay your head next. I know what it's like to fear for your life because you don't know if this man going to come in here and beat you to a pope. I know what it's like to be so confused in the mind and hearing voices and thoughts and not knowing your identity if you should be with a man or a woman I know what it's like to want to kill yourself because you don't know who you are I know what it's like but God is righteous he's holy he's a savior savior he's a deliverer I know what it's like how gracious and merciful merciful is our Lord He gave me food when I was fearful. But he turned that fear of my life around to fearing and honoring him. To know if I don't serve the Lord, where will I go? This hell on earth is nothing compared to an eternity burning in hell 
fire and brimstone, gnashing of teeth with wails of crying, of repentance that will never be fulfilled. He always shows. He always shows forth his great power to his people. He's so good, guys. This podcast has went so long, but it's good. All God does is just and good. His commandments are trustworthy. You can trust God. You can trust him with your whole heart, your whole mind, your whole soul, your whole spirit, with everything that's within you. You can trust God. He will never leave you nor forsaken you. He won't let you down. He is God almighty. (laughs) You know, before he ascends you, he has to descend you. He has to take you low. He has to bring you to humility, to your knees, to seek his face. Why? So all the dry bones can fall off. For the stony heart could be made flesh. Before he extends you, you have to be betrayed. You have to encounter a Judas. You got to be crucified by those that, that praised you, that loved you, that was by your side. So you can resurrect on the third day with power. All these things must happen before he ascends you, before he sends you out, before that dunamis kicks in. You have to endure all these things. It has to happen. So I know that my time is now. That 11th hour is what's my clarion call of grace. I'm going to quickly just give it to you and I'm going to do a part two and read the article that I came across that really shook me. I didn't even get to get to the devotional, but it's okay, Lord, you have your way. The 11th hour is a clarion call for those that may have been sitting around idle, that spent a lot of time not doing the work of the Lord. Whether you were saved or unsaved, but if you're still alive, He's giving you grace to get it together. It was a parable that Jesus gave that was talking about a couple people that was working and a few people was working and they was working all day and all night. And when they got their wages with the other people that was idle and wasn't putting their hands to work, they all got the same wage because of God's grace. He said the first should be last and the last should be first. They felt that was really unfair. Because where was y'all while we was working hard all day, but God still gave you the same pay? We thought that we was going to get more. I mean, we've been working hard labor all day and y'all been standing around looking like y'all don't know what to do. You know, when you diligently work for the Lord and you're working hard and hard and you're laboring, you just figure that he's going to bless you more. But what I realized is God did not even call us to work so hard. It's the sin that makes people till the ground in hard labor. Everything we we do should be in ease with grace because Holy Holy Spirit is leading us. 
If we got the God of all gods with all heavenly wisdom, everything should be a breeze. We'll come against adversity, but we'll know how to handle it with ease, with peace. So they all got the same wage. They didn't understand that, but because it's God's grace. But the 11th hour is is a symbol of this might be your last chance. You almost missed it and you just barely made it in. Which one are you? Are you going to be the one that barely made it in or not make it at all? I don't want to be the one that don't make it. I don't want to be the one that just skims in by the, you know, no, I want God to tell me, well done, my good and faithful servant. Have you been hearing God call you? Have you been hearing him tug on your heart and tell you to trust me? Walk by faith and not by what you see, daughter. Have you been hearing him call you, sis? In the midnight hour, get up and talk to me. Get up and pray. Stop worrying. Give it to me. All ye that are heavy laden and burdened down, learn of me. Read my word and I'll give you rest. Rest for your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. Because my burden is light. My yoke is easy. I'm not going to give you something you can't carry. It's easy to do this with me. See, when I was in the world going through all that, it was so bad that, yes, it was so heavy that I'd rather die. Seriously, drinking myself to comas, taking ecstasy pills, smoking weed all day, every day. Because I couldn't deal with my sober thoughts. It was too heavy. The burden was too heavy. But God's burden is light. I've been sober since 2013. God had me quit everything, cold turkey. There was a few times I slipped up from peer pressure. But here nor there, you get back up. Don't wallow in it. Don't let condemnation hit you. The Bible says a righteous man will fall seven times. Don't utilize all seven times. <laughs> but it'll happen. He said we've all far fallen short of the glory of God. But the power is not in the falling. It's in the getting back up. And if you could just stay up, but humble on your knees to pray, if that makes sense, you can make it through each and every day of trial and tribulation. You'll be all right. Now we're at 45 minutes, y'all. I love you. And I hope that there's something that you could glean from today. Remember to go through your life beautifully with inner healing that brings about an outer beauty. Well, others will want to know where you get your glow, sis. You can tell my God it from faith and obedience and the glory of God. Do you hear me? Bye, y'all. I'll talk to you later.